0: Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com, travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Here
1: we go. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, (laughs) this is Cruise Radio.
0: Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here. Uh, Wow, it's already November and uh, two christenings this month that are pretty big. Carnival Vista getting christened on November 4th over in New York City. That's tomorrow. In fact, I'm flying over there in about two and a half hours to uh, join up with Carnival for the christening tomorrow. And then Royal Caribbean's Harmony of the Seas getting christened down in Fort Lauderdale next Thursday, November 10th. So we'll be checking that out as well down in Lauderdale. So a lot of exciting things happening. You can follow along, facebook.com slash cruiseradio, or follow us on Snapchat. Just type in cruise radio. Also, our other show, River Cruise Radio, really starting to take some life of its own. If you want to check that out or are interested in river cruising, rivercruiseradio.net. On the show, we'll get a review of Viking Star from Viking Ocean Cruises. We'll also talk to a creator of a really cool new app called Passport Photo Creator. You can download it and take your passport photo on your own terms, and then send it over to Walgreens to get it developed. So we'll talk all about this app uh, in just a few minutes. But first, Sherry Kennedy has Cruise News. What's up, Sherry?
2: Not too much, Doug. How are you?
0: Good, thank you. Uh, November 1st, the State Department made some rules for people getting a new passport or renewing their passport. Talk to us about that.
2: Sure. There are new rules for Americans applying for U.S. passports and visas that just took effect. It's not such a big deal, but um, applicants must now remove their glasses to get their passport photos taken, which is interesting because it has created a backlog because quite often, you know, someone will have their picture taken with their glasses and there's a reflection or it just ruins the photo and that will in turn delay processing their passport. So according to the new rule, glasses can only be worn in rare circumstances for medical necessity reasons but the good news is if you already have your passport this new rule will only apply when it's time for a renewal
0: Norwegian has cut the steel for their new cruise ship Norwegian Bliss what do you have
2: Well to start with Norwegian Bliss will be the first ship by Norwegian designed specifically for Alaska and it's pretty significant this steel cutting ceremony because All the officials from the cruise line and the shipbuilders, they get together for this big event. And it happened last week um, in Germany when the Norwegian officials and the shipbuilders got together for the laser-cutting ceremony. And it's it's pretty interesting. It's a big deal.
0: We'll see Norwegian Bliss make her debut in 2018. Carnival Cruise Line putting another ship in Florida. What do you
3: have?
2: And this is exciting. If you've never sailed from Tampa... That's something everyone should try once. It's such a nice, easy port. The sail away is pretty. And beginning on January 27th of 2018, Carnival Miracle will cruise year-round on seven-day Caribbean itineraries from Tampa. And this will be Carnival's second ship that's based in Tampa, in addition to the Carnival Paradise. The seven-night cruises will depart on Saturdays or Sundays and visit four Caribbean ports that include Georgetown, Cozumel, Mahogany Bay, which is an island off of Honduras, and Belize City in Belize. They're introducing something new called Cozumel Plus. It's a program that allows for extended stays in Cozumel. And uh, from what I could see online, it looks like the ships will be departing somewhere between 11 p.m. and midnight, which is great because, as you know, those longer ships, Shore excursions from Cozumel over to the Mexican mainland for the ruins, that's an eight-hour day, yeah. eight to nine-hour day. And then you come back and you're tired and you never got to see Cozumel, and which is one of my favorite places. So, you know, this new Cozumel Plus program will facilitate that issue. And Carnival right now is the only year-round cruise operator from Tampa, so between the two ships, they will offer four, five and seven day itineraries out of Tampa, which is pretty exciting news.
0: And last but not least, this story very close to home for you. You're getting ready for a couple of new cruise ships down there.
2: This is very exciting over here on the Space Coast and something we have been waiting for a long time. Um, they've been digging and dredging and building and constructing. And uh, pretty soon, both the Oasis of the Seas and the Norwegian Epic will be here at Port Canaveral. It's, it's exciting, and it's taken them so long to finally get all the pins and needles in place. And we will be losing the freedom of the seas, which it just follows suit before. It was the mariner, and then it was the sovereign, which we've talked about before. But now we're going to have the oasis of the seas with 5,400 passengers and a brand-new cruise terminal that only cost $104 million to build. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and luckily, they thought ahead and put 1,007 parking spaces also to accommodate this new ship. It's always neat to have a new ship, but we've been waiting so long for one of these Oasis-class ships, and of course, it happens to be the Oasis, so it's pretty neat.
0: All righty. Sherry Kennedy from CruiseMaven.com. Always a pleasure talking to you. Have a good one, my dear. Thanks, Doug.
1: You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people
0: cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay, go for an island tour, take a beach break, or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art.
2: To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Have a question for the experts? Or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience? Good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net.
0: So as we just mentioned a couple of minutes ago, yeah, you cannot wear glasses anymore in your passport photos, effective from November 1st. 2016 moving forward. So if you renew your passport or get a new one, no glasses whatsoever. You have to have them removed. Which brings us to our first guest, Stephen Fox with Vital Docs LLC. He was instrumental in creating the Passport Photo Creator app, a really, really cool app. And if you know me, I don't normally get excited about apps, but I like this one because not only can you do it on your own terms, but it takes a lot of the legwork out of going to the store, waiting for someone to take your picture and all of that. So without any further ado, how you doing, Stephen? Welcome to the show.
1: I'm uh, doing really well. Thanks for uh, having us on the show. Uh, we appreciate it.
0: Got to say, I'm loving the app, man. Uh, my friend just tested it a couple of hours ago and it worked perfectly for him. He picked his photo up at Walgreens and he, he said it was totally flawless. So with that said, talk to us about Passport Photo Creator. So
1: Passport Photo Creator is an application uh, usable on your smartphone devices and tablets. And what it does is it verifies through biometric technology all the rules and requirements that the State Department wants you to uh, have for a passport photo. We found that over 250,000 passports are rejected annually, uh, which causes uh, severe delays in processing time and many missed trips. I have been in the vital document passport expediting space for over 13 years, so I've seen this firsthand. It's really cool because I
0: remember when I got my passport back in 2010, I actually went to Walgreens to get my passport photo, and I probably waited a good 35 minutes before I could even get my picture taken because there was only one clerk behind the counter, and she was doing, ringing people up, also doing photos and having to pull the white screen down. So this essentially is letting you take the photo on your own terms. But not only that, it's cross-checking your photo to make sure it's correct. Am I saying that correctly?
1: It's correct. It's going through 10 steps of verification that create the perfect passport photo. Uh, face frontal, mouth closed as of November 1st. 2016, you are no longer permitted to wear eyeglasses. This is a very big deal. A lot of people will not know this in our application. Once they download it, should they have eyeglasses on it, will detect the glasses and tell you to take them off. So it's pretty intuitive by passing all the checks and as well as notifying the end user if there is a problem with the photo. And once they pass all their checks and pretty much get that seal of approval through our technology and application, at that point it will tell you that you've created the perfect passport photo, proceed to the next step, select your Walgreens uh, to print it to, and pick up your photo within the hour. Um, This also helps because this relationship um, with Walgreens, since they have 8,000 plus locations, if your photo needed to go to a certain consulate or uh, a registered passport expediter, you could actually do your photo and send it to that expediter or to the consulate with uh, saving the FedEx and saving a day's worth of time. So mm-hmm. if your application is rejected on a Wednesday, you could resolve your photo suspense pretty much within the hour.
0: You were mentioning a couple of minutes ago about it uses biometric technology. Now for the non-tech guys like myself, what does that mean?
1: So biometric technology is facial recognition, composition, utilizing templates to make sure that it meets certain criteria. So our application right now is verifying uh, pretty much the background that you stand in because it has to be a white or off-white background. It has to be a certain size, so it'll make sure that you're 100% within the size requirements uh, required by the U.S. Department of State Passport Services. It detects for certain lighting components. They don't want your photo to be overexposed or underexposed. It detects for items on your head, uh, whether you're wearing a hat or, uh, you know, something for religious purposes. So it will detect that. So it goes through all of these uh, little checks and nuances that make it make sure it's going to be approved by the passport agency. And our our next safeguard is after utilizing the technology, sending it to a Walgreens print center, we found that their agents and clerks who will be printing this will do a manual double check.
0: Over 22 million people are going to cruise in 2017. And if someone doesn't have a passport, how easy is it to download Passport Creator and get that ball rolling?
1: The passport process can be a stressful process for anybody because there's a, a lot of applications, a lot of I's dotted and t's crossed. And it's imperative that they follow all the instructions, whether they're doing a routine service and waiting four to six weeks with the post office or an expedited service, which is a little bit faster or using a registered passport expediter uh, to make sure they have all their ducks in a row. Once they have a general understanding of getting their passport application completed properly, the next biggest component is getting the correct photo. And because there are so many rejections at the State Department level for improper photos, this process is going to give people... Our users cruising the cruising community put their mind at ease that when they do decide to send in their passport application for their for their passport book or passport card utilizing passport photo creator to get a compliant photo for their application is very simple and is very comforting that they're going through a, a compliance checklist so this is this is the new way of getting your passport photo taken uh, and I always recommend you know, through our website and through our application to uh, search our knowledge base should you have any questions. We'll have tips there for the best photo. We'll have information on how to help you with your passport and visa application. So we're going, our goal is to become a resource for anybody taking passport photos nationwide.
0: In a world where people are so concerned about their image, what if you take a passport photo you don't like?
1: Well, with our application, you have the ability to take your photo as many times as you see fit. The I believe one of the concerns, because it's using biometric technology and facial recognition and uh, validating your photo to the requirements of the State Department, uh, it's very important that our users don't get frustrated but understand the reason there's an error and visit our FAQ page within the application to address any issue they're having with the passport photo creator. Because yet again, this isn't a regular application where you could just take your photo, set it and forget it. We're on a mission to make sure it's the right photo the first time, every time. But the beauty is once you get a compliant, you can take multiple photos Save them in your gallery. You could save as many photos you want within the application gallery and then decide when you're ready to send them to a Walgreens in your, in, in your neighborhood to get printed out within the hour.
0: The app is called Passport Photo Creator. Stephen, where can we download this app?
1: So the app could be downloaded from our website, passportphotocreator.com. It's also live and available as of November 1st on the iOS App Store. It's usable on all of your uh, iPhone devices as well as your iPad. And the Android device, we're very excited. uh, The app will be available on Google Play very shortly. So Android users don't have to wait that long uh, to utilize our application. So that's coming soon. So we're gonna have all bases and smartphones and devices covered for portrait verification. We're very excited uh, about this.
0: That website, again, is PassportPhotoCreator.com. We'll also link to it in the show notes. Stephen Fox with Vital Docs, LLC. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Cruise Radio. Maintaining our global reach. Listen live at CruiseRadio.net.
0: Ben Souza from CruiseFever.net just returned from a four-night repositioning cruise aboard Viking Ocean Cruises, Viking Star. Now, Viking, of course, we have known them in the river cruise industry for years and years and years. You have like a million ships. But now they've the past couple of years have transitioned and went into the ocean cruising and launched some small ocean cruising ships. And we're going to talk all about it here in the next few minutes. But first off, welcome, Ben. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, man, I'm stoked to hear about this because I don't really know much about Viking ocean cruises. Um, So before we get to the actual ship itself and talk about your four-night repositioning cruise from New York City to San Juan, uh, I want to take a step back and I want to ask you What kind of cruise line is Viking Ocean Cruises compared to the cruise lines we're used to? And I'll say like the big three.
3: Um, I think the major differences are Viking. It's more it's really for those who are really looking to get into the culture of the places they visit. It's not just going to, you know, a port and just finding a beach and lounging. You know, they bring the whole the port, the culture onto the ship through meals, through entertainment, no matter where you're at. They also have what I call like a no nonsense approach to cruising is that once you're on board, it seems like everything has no charge. There's no nickel and diming. A lot of times I go, I would ask like, well, how much is this? And they're like, oh, that's nothing. It's just included. And I was just like, I was, you know, I was dumbfounded. I was like, wow, this is great. So you mentioned no charge. Are they pouring like beer and wine at dinner as much as you want? Oh, yes. That's all included. Coffee shop, the specialty coffees. There's no charge for those. So all that, it's all included. So you embarked this ship at the Manhattan Cruise Terminal in New York City, about midtown area-ish. Uh, how was the embarkation process for you? Uh, it was a brief. We walked in, walked right up to the counter, checked in, walked right on the ship. I mean, it couldn't have took more than 10 minutes from street to ship. The ship seems smaller. How big is it? Yes,
0: 930 passengers. Wow, so nice. A very small and intimate setting. Now, I know you've sailed Viking Star in the Mediterranean before, but as you boarded this time around, what
3: were your thoughts? One thing I really love about these ships is there's – I love how, one, there's a lot of windows for viewing. There's a lot of – and there's also a lot of public seating. Where a lot of ships, there's not a lot of like – you know the public areas, there's not a lot of places where you can sit with your friends and meet up, have a pre-dinner drink or whatever. But on Viking, there's a lot of that, and I really like that.
0: Cool. Now, you make your way to your stateroom, and uh, one cool thing that I read about this cruise ship is that – and correct me if I'm wrong – Every
3: stateroom has a balcony? Every stateroom has a balcony. That's really cool. And they also have one little thing, which you are absolutely going to love. On the desk, there's two outlets and five USB ports. (laughs) Because, you you know, you could never have enough USB. (laughs) But then by the bed, on each side of the bed, there's another outlet with two more USB outlets. So they had nine USB outlets in each cabin, So which is great because I have, like, you know, five cameras, phones, tablets all need charged and I had, so I was able to charge everything at once without bringing a power strip. It was great.
0: Uh, what did you think of the cabin itself?
3: I really, lo- I really liked the cabin. It was night. Nice. The balcony seemed like I just had like a, what would they call, I guess it would be like a standard balcony on deck six. The balcony was a really, really good size. Um, the bathroom was actually larger than I was expecting. Had the shower was huge compared to, you know, most. And they had a heated bathroom floor, which was nice in the morning. So when it's, you know, when you're leaving New York, it was cold. So that was a nice little touch. But yeah, I was, I was a really comfortable stateroom.
0: One thing about Viking Ocean Cruises is that their dining experience is inclusive. So uh, your fare covers all your specialty restaurants across the board. So let's talk about the dining and we'll start at the buffet and then go down from there.
3: The buffet here was great. It, it's different because the, the kitchen is actually, is like, it's like an open kitchen. Yeah. Right right in the middle of the balcony, because I'm mean, right in the middle of the, the buffet. Cause the buffet runs on both sides of the ship, like, you know, on most, on pretty much every ship's like that. And it, it had a pretty good uh, variety of food. And One thing that was great was if you eat there for dinner, if you decide to eat the buffet, they had a seafood buffet available every night. The main dining room on the ship, how was that experience? Oh, it was great. Uh, it's called, you know, they just call it the restaurant. And they said they want to put, they said they want to put the best food in the main restaurant, which is... Another thing that's totally bucks the trend because usually most cruise lines it's all about getting you in the specialty restaurants so they can make more money, but all oh, the food in the main restaurant was great. Ate there several times throughout the cruise, and oh, it was delicious. Absolutely loved it. Now, do they have a with there
0: only being 930 guests on board the ship? Do they have different dining times? How does that work?
3: It's all open seating from like somewhere around six to nine thirty, and you just come whenever you like and have a seat. And they seat they you know. And you can also get reservations if you like, but you can just walk right up and they, you know, get a seat. And they never had a problem waiting for a table. Talk to us about the specialty venues on the ship and what did you think of them? Um, yes, there's actually two specialty restaurants that actually also have no cover charge. Nice. Although you do want to make reservations. Uh, they have Manfredi's, which is an Italian restaurant, which is absolutely incredible. I mean, it's one of those restaurants where you go to, you have like a small breakfast, you skip lunch, and then you you want to go there hungry because – Mm-hmm. It's incredible. And if you go there, you know, order the steak. I know people say, Why do you go order a steak at it? But trust me, everyone who said they had the steak absolutely loved it. And then they also have which I didn't go to, but I've a lot of other passengers who I heard over talking about it, the Chef's Table, a specialty restaurant. And I heard nothing but incredible reviews for Chef about Chef's Table.
0: And that's free too?
3: That's free too.
0: Okay, now that's a value in itself because I mean, even on Carnival uh, you're paying seventy five dollars for the chef's table, and then it goes up right. like one fifty to two hundred on some cruise lines like
3: Disney. So that's a that's a right, yeah. It's it's no it's no cover charge at all. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Very cool. Now let's talk about entertainment. Now, um, you were at sea for four days during this repositioning cruise. Uh, mm-hmm. No ports of call. So, uh, how was the entertainment on board for you?
3: I thought the entertainment was pretty interesting. I didn't go in with a lot of because they don't really push entertainment because mm-hmm. it's all vikings It's all about the ports. It's all about where you visit. But I thought I was really impressed by uh, the entertainment they had. They had, they had the, the enrichment lectures. They had like an NPR reporter on board talking about different ports and really, really informative. And then at night on the, on, the, on the pool deck, they had a couple different live bands sing. And, uh, and judging from all the passengers, you know, they were, by the time they were having it, they all loved it. It was really good. Cool. Now, as far as
0: the functionality of the ship when it's at sea, with all the sea days you had, uh, how was the passenger flow and all that? Now, I realize there's only 930 people on here, but uh, it's also not a huge
3: ship. So how did that work? It, I thought the flow worked very well. The ship never seemed crowded at all. I think something with the space to passenger ratio is really good. Mm-hmm. And so and with the public areas the way they are, there was never lines for anything. And it, the flow was really well. How
0: was the disembarkation
3: process once you got to San Juan? Oh, it was really easy. The, I was actually shocked. I walked right up to the customs official, looked at my passport and said, you, you, you can go. It went really smooth. It was really easy disembarkation in San Juan.
0: Now, what kind of itineraries is Viking? Because they're, they're home ported there. Is this uh, just through, for the winter season or are they there year uh, round?
3: Um, they're just doing, I believe, 13 11 night cruises from San Juan to the southern Caribbean with a port day, I believe, every day. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's a great itinerary if you want to, you know, explore all those southern ports that you normally don't get to visit on most cruises to the Caribbean. What are
0: your thoughts on uh, the price point? I don't know if you've checked the prices for these 11-night sailings, but uh, if you're comparing the price point for a 11-night sailing on Viking Ocean Cruises to other cruise lines that offer comparative sailings in the region,
3: uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I actually did look up and compare, you know, the pricing for other cruise lines to a Viking. And the value that Viking offers really, it can't be beat, especially when you add in, they offer a free shore excursion every single port of call. Yeah. And, which is really good. Cause I, they, and they actually said something that made a ton of sense. They said, we're not going to charge you to take you to a port and then charge you again to see it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm like that makes more sense than like, anything thing i've ever heard a cruise line say yeah that's brilliant actually (laughs) and so they offer so by the time you add in everything that's included room service which is absolutely incredible there's no charge for that either and by the time you add in like oh or the spa the thermal suite which is probably the best thermal suite i see with the snow grotto there's no charge for that so by the time you add in all these other little extras that you would normally pay when you're on a cruise and end up with this large bill you don't have that and the value really can't be beat all right final thoughts of viking star Final thoughts if you're you know one of, uh, looking for a cruise without all the nickel and diming and really looking to get into the culture and explore the port to call then I would definitely recommend biking.
0: Been talking with Ben Souza from CruiseFever.net, just returned from a four-night repositioning cruise on Viking Star from New York City to San Juan. If you want to find out more about Viking Star, check out Ben's post in the show notes at CruiseRadio.net. Thank you, Ben. All right. Thanks a lot, Doug. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance?